The door to God is Jesus the Word. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man cometh to God except by me, by the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In the beginning of the creation was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God said, let there be light, and there was light. God spoke, it happened. The Word created all things. At one point in time, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. He came in the form of a man because he had to suffer and die for our sins to save us. Therefore, he was created in the form of a man temporarily, but he was the Word. The Word was created in the form of a man named Jesus, who walked on this earth for a brief time, about 33 years. And then he was crucified was raised from the dead. He set up the New Testament church from heaven, gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11-12. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers for the work of the ministry. He did that after he was resurrected back into heaven. So he was the Word, he was Jesus, he was the Word. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. When I read a scripture like, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, I'm always thinking, The Word is my shepherd. I shall not want because I follow the word. He speaks to me and tells me what to do and I do it. Therefore, I shall not want. And that's exactly right. In 2020, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and brought this concept to me. Take all your old sound equipment and sell it now there is a website on internet where they deal in high level sound equipment I had quite a lot of old sound equipment left over from even 1990s Pam Paget also had quite a lot of sound equipment old sound equipment which wasn't being used I told Pam what I had heard from God and I asked her to stop whatever she was doing and immediately start listing that sound equipment on Internet. This was in March and April 2020 at the height of the coronavirus when businesses were closing. You wouldn't think people would be buying old sound equipment, but everything we listed sold. It was more than $13,000 worth of merchandise. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Later, some of that money was used 
to put sound equipment into a new car that we bought. And the reason I bought the new car was because in June or July of 2020, I was thinking about reupholstering my 25-year-old car, uh, reupholstering the front seat. I have several broken bones, and it's hard to sit on certain surfaces. So I thought, well, I could take the car and have it reupholstered. And the thought came to me, or you could just buy a new car. And I thought, well, that's right. I could just buy a new car. I'd never thought of that. But I'd sold the house in Texas, and the money was just sitting in the bank. So it was very easy to just pay cash and buy a new car. So I talked to Pam, and we decided to just sell both of the old cars. She had a 17-year-old car. And it sold within five days. Mine was a 25-year-old car, and, and it's still up for sale at the time I'm recording this, but it doesn't make any difference. I'm not in any hurry. Following God by His Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, and we go through that door. And often it's a way we hadn't even thought of going. And it works. The Lord, the word is my shepherd, I shall not want. So we go through that door and we do what we hear from God. And when we are selling something, we just let the money sit there until we hear what to do with it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The word is my shepherd, I shall not want. This is how I view it. The way to go on this earth is the way of Jesus, the Word, that is called to our mind by the Spirit of God. The gates of hell will not prevail against that Word revealed to us by God concerning the matter at hand. John 10 Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I, the Word, am the door. That's the way we go in. We go through the door, through Jesus, the Word that is revealed to us. I, the Word, am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I, the Word, am the door. By me, the Word, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and go in and out and find pasture. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The way in, the door, is the word brought to you by God concerning the matter at hand. We pray, we wait until we hear from God before we do anything. It's really quite simple. We know the voice of God. The sheep know the voice of God. Why? Because the voice of God is gentle. It leads us. The devil will try to drive you and make you fearful. But the voice of God is gentle and leads us. And he goes before us and we follow him. John 10.10 10, The thief cometh not 
but for to steal and to kill and to destroy, says Jesus. I, Jesus, the Word, am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. When a Word of God, when a Scripture stands out to us, then that is the time to really start doing that Scripture because it will lead us to a more abundant life. Not a less abundant life, a more abundant life. The devil will bring ideas to steal, to kill, and to destroy us. The devil will try to get us to exalt ourselves above other people. Jesus made of himself no reputation. If we go that way of making ourselves of no reputation, we remove the yoke of the world from our neck and we take on the yoke of God. Willing to help people instead of beat people. It's the difference between the flesh and the spirit. The flesh wants to outdo people and win and beat people. The spirit wants to help people. There was a period of time I played duplicate bridge, and as I sat at the tables trying to beat the other people, I just couldn't picture Jesus or Paul doing that. They would be trying to help the people, and I'm trying to beat the people. And I began praying and asking God to get me out of that, and he did. Our flesh wants to beat people. But the Spirit wants to help people. So it's a matter of walking in the Spirit instead of walking in the flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. There is now no condemnation, therefore, to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So, instead of trying to beat the people, we walk after the Spirit and really try to help the people, not trying to exalt ourselves in the situation, going totally contrary to our own flesh and following the Spirit of God. Isaiah 55, verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it to bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. So we follow the word, which is much higher than our thoughts. And, he, and God says, For ye shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace. I have always found that that is the way God leads. 
with joy and peace. It is not with dread and fear. It's with joy and peace. And I've always found that God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And if something is very complex and hard and difficult and financially difficult, I don't have the plan of God. If something is very difficult and financially burdensome, that's some idea from some other source. It is not an idea from God. So I back off and begin to pray. Please show me the way to go in this situation. Because I know I don't have the idea from God on the matter at hand when it is that way. One of the early scriptures that God had me focus on was Matthew 11. Start at verse 28. Jesus says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. See, human beings admire people who beat out everybody else. But Jesus says he's meek and lowly in heart. If you yoke yourself to the ways of human beings, you're going to try to be the best at whatever you do. You are going to try to outdo other people. That is a work of the flesh called emulation. Emulation is a work of the flesh listed in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. But Jesus says, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And one of the scriptures God had me stay on to measure things for several months was verse 30. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So if some plan came along that was extremely difficult, I knew I was not yoked to God. For God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And God had me get out of debt and stay out of debt as a new Christian back around 1975. Get out of debt and stay out of debt. So if anything came along that was expensive that would put me in debt, I knew it wasn't going to be God's yoke for me. It was the yoke of the world. Buy now, pay later. That is not a slogan from the Bible. That is the yoke of a world. That's a plan of the world. And it will get you in a deep burden. God's yoke is easy. His burden is light. And you do not have to keep up with the Joneses because he says, Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Learn of him. For he was meek and lowly in heart. He didn't have to exalt himself above other, other people. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. So the way of the world and the nature of man is exactly opposite to the way of God and the Spirit of God. 
We go in the way of man until we hear from God and are born again, and then we begin going in the way of God. Be not conformed to this world, to its thinking, but be ye transformed. This world says you have to vote. God doesn't. As a matter of fact, God tells us to pray for the leaders, whomever they are. Pray for them. 1 Timothy chapter 2. But if you get involved in politics, you're going to be hating one side and loving the other, and it would be very, very hard for you to pray for that person who beats your candidate. And yet God tells us, let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 2. Renewing your mind to the word of God changing, going in the way of the word of God. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for those who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. See how different this is in the way of the world? Almost everything that you turn on in the United States on television at this time of year, in the fall of 2020, tells you to go vote. The NFL channel has things everywhere telling you to vote trying to make you feel it's the thing to do. But there's nowhere in the Bible that we're told to do that. But we are told to give thanks for people, for those people, to give thanks for Donald Trump, to give thanks for the men and women who have to make the decisions that affect our peace, for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. So when they are called to our attention, we don't hate them and complain about them. We give thanks for them and pray for them so that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. This is so different from the way of man and the way of this world. So Romans 12, 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind to the word of God, to the scriptures, and go that way, doing what the scriptures tell you. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.